Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All of the major sports are in action this week with the college football playoffs ready to kick off. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info, including news for pro football, the NBA, upcoming fights, and NHL games this season. Head to the website today to get into the action and see all of the updated odds for the week. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. This is Believe Me, right here on Stadium TV, Cam Rogers. Coming at you, I'm alongside my gems, Brandon Lang of BrandonLang.com, and the former NFL tight end, Clay Harbor, joining me. Mr. Red Hot, this NFL season, we've got a jam-packed show, of course, some bowl games to handicap, some NFL games, a Brandon Lang rant at the top of the show because we have to discuss... What went down in that Miami Tennessee football before, game? Where before we get to that, Cam, can can you first off, can you? I missed last week. Can you tell me what my record was the week before? I don't know. I I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the math, fifty-seven, thirty-five, and three. So now you're sixty-one, thirty-seven, and three. If you're going to take my picks, I went four and two, and Brandon, you oh, went four and two as well. The last no, no, week of games that about, I picked. No, he's oh. talking about. Weeks ago, when he yeah. went six and zero, and I went five and one, but technically I really did go six and zero with him. I just took Philadelphia because I've gone against them the last two weeks. I said I'll just pick them here and watch they won't cover. But if you go to BrandonLang.com on Sunday night, Dallas was 150 dime play for me on my website, which I won. So you can say, oh, he just gave out Philly because he hates them and they buried me the last two weeks. But at BrandonLang.com, I used Dallas. So, yes, both Clay and I will both went 6-0. and And I went 4-2 and last week, but Clay wasn't here. So, we got a nice little 10-2 run going. But that will give Clay the 6-0, but, but I was right there with him. There you go. Clay, Satisfied. we did give you a moment last week on the show where, we did. you know. We gave, we gave him props. But, you know, you got to pat these guys in the back. They're, they're athletes, and they need a coach to – Tell him great job. So, so we'll give him a great job. Although he didn't know we, he doesn't watch the show when he's not on it. So he didn't know that we paid homage to him. So yeah. that's just, he's too busy. He's too busy chasing tail all over the country, Israel, London. It is what it is. Clay is red hot in many ways, as we can say here on the show. Uh-huh. And we are going to be talking about the NFL, of course, in just a little bit as far as this week is concerned. But let's look back. And Brandon, the Dolphins lost to the Titans. And inexplicably, in your opinion, what went wrong on defense? There's this word that defensive coordinators use called the prevent defense. And they love to go in the prevent defense. And Vic Fangio is the king of the prevent defense. And the one thing you don't do in the NFL nowadays is you don't ever let a team get back in it. When they took the 14-point lead, and here comes Tennessee on that drive with 424 to go. He didn't blitz one time. They go right through them. They score. Now what have you done? Now you've put the pressure on your offense to pick up one first down. And if you don't, you've gashed your defense with the last possession. And now you're going to send them back out there and say, okay, well, let's get a stop now. Well, dickhead. You couldn't get a stop the first time when you didn't blitz. So what makes you think you're going to get a stop the second time? 
So does Mike McDaniel say, hey, Vic, I need you to bring the house here. I need you to come after the kid. You didn't do it on the last possession. Let's go. So did Vic Fangio on the second possession blitz once? No. He rushed four tired mother you-know-what. Couldn't get near him. They go right down the field, score again, go for two, and they lose the game outright. You can talk about Tua. You can talk about Tyreek Hill. You can talk about whatever. But you had a blatant collapse of coaching stupidity with Mike McDaniel and Vic Fangio. And if you want to, if you want to be entertained, watch Mike McDaniel's press conference on YouTube after the game. He couldn't explain it. He was embarrassed. <laughs> he couldn't explain it. He's mumbling. He's looking over here. He's looking down. He can't even face the people. He's got to look down because he's clueless. Mind you, Mike McDaniel in December and January as a head football coach in the NFL, two and seven. That's all you need to know. Effing clueless. Both of them. Four things you can't handicap. Penalties, turnovers, player stupidity, and coaching stupidity. Never more on display than Laurel and Hardy last night with Vic Fangio and Mike McDaniel. Unbelievable. You know, it's interesting. During the broadcast, Clay, too, Joe Buck and Aikman were talking about how Fangio is regarded as the best defensive coordinator in the NFL. Did you see the game? Did you see what happened? I didn't watch the full game. I was a busy day for the maker. You know, I was in the gym getting a pump where you guys should have been. But, uh, you know, I watched the highlights. <laughs> and, 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 I got yeah. my pump. So don't even, even go there, bro. Don't even go yeah. there. Talk about well, him. Should, my pump every day. They, they should have been there with me. But, anyways, I, I watched the highlights and, and did see that was an epic meltdown. And Vic Fangio, I mean, he is known as the best in NFL circles. We had plays called Fangio, and our our plays were Ditka. They were Fangio. They were Belt. They weren't some random guy. We we had plays after the best, and he is known as the best. He, I mean, I mean, Brandon brings up a lot of valid points. If something's working all game long, I still don't understand. I know it's situationally, you just want to not give up the big play, but in doing so, you're stifling someone. Why change things up? It still doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Lessons to be learned for the... By saying this, whatever he was doing defensively, he allowed the Tennessee Titans to go on 11, 12, and 13 play drives down the field. Could not get him off third down. Why? He wouldn't blitz! 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 You have to blitz a rookie quarterback, especially at the end of a football make game. We'll to the- and make decisions under pressure. If he does great, I'm gambling he won't. Will Levis, a winner over the Miami Dolphins. Let's talk about week 15 in a little bit, actually. I want to get to the bowl games here for... The weekend slate, just a couple of the bowl games on the slate for us guys. And Brandon, we start with the Independence Bowl. We've got Cal and Texas Tech. Texas Tech laying two and a half. You got Cal six and six ATS this season. Texas Tech five and seven. Brandon, before you get into the game, what is your approach typically with bowl games and handicapping? Teams from a better conference or how their conference showed during the season. Um, is there teams in the final four that, that these teams played and how competitive were they against them? Um, who wants to be there and who doesn't? Um, last time we taught Texas Tech, they were getting the doors beat off in 57-7 by 
Texas. Mm-hmm. This Cal team stood toe-to-toe with Washington earlier this year. I'm impressed with the Pac-12, and I'm going to take Cal plus the two-and-a-half over Texas Tech. All right, plus the two-and-a-half for the Golden Bears, Clay. What are you doing here? You know, I like Cal, too. They do got an abysmal defense. They've given up 50 points in four of their nine uh, Pac-12 games this year. So it's it's not a slam dunk for me, but Jaden Ott, 1,260 yards, 11 touchdowns. The guy can tote the rock. I like Cal as well. Cal inside the top 40 in points scored per game. All right, Ron Cal. My in- over the posted total as well. I over? Think well, yeah. Got it. Cool. All right, let's talk about the L.A. Bull. Chip Kelly and UCLA Clay battling Boise State. Boise State catching four points in this one. The Broncos are the Mountain West champions. Brandon, UCLA, pretty good defense. What is the right side here? Boise all day long. Boise all day long. They are happy to be there. UCLA was balling out. World is their oyster. Go down to Arizona State, lose outright, and then everything just fell apart for Mr. Kelly. Boise State's happy to be there. Um, Beat up on UNLV, who had a great year in their conference championship game. Getting more than a field goal with Boise all day long. Boise plus the points. Yeah, four points. Pretty juicy there, Clay. I know you want to see Chip lose this one, don't you? Yeah, Brandon, it couldn't happen to a better guy, man. Uh, you know, everything you said right there couldn't happen to a better guy. Obviously, I'm not a big Chip Kelly guy. This guy moved me from tight end to linebacker. From Then he moved me that. back to tight end. And from tight end to wide receiver, I'm behind Deshaun Jackson trying to run routes like a wide receiver. I'm weighing 250 pounds. I don't got brakes like that. You can't stop the Mack truck the same way you can stop that dang race car, okay? Anyways. Uh, with that being said, I'm going with Brandon Boise plus the four <clears throat> UCLA has lost three other last four. I think both these teams have quarterbacks in the transfer portal. Boise state won their, um, their, their, the mountain West conference. And I think they won their last five games as well. So they're coming in hot. I really like Boise and you know, I don't mind seeing chip Kelly lose. So let's go Boise. The under, by the way, hitting 10 of the last 12 times for UCLA. So something to munch on there. Okay, let's talk about the NFL. Some tricky lines, some interesting spots. We've got some Saturday games as well, guys. This is one of them. Broncos, Lions. Clay, the Lions are laying five. This is an interesting spot for them because they just went into Chicago, as you know, Clay, and looked pathetic. What are you doing here? I'm going Broncos plus the five here. I think the Lions win, but I think it's a close game. I just watched a game where the Lions got beat up pretty good by the Bears, and it wasn't even as close as the score indicated. Two weeks ago, they beat the Bears. They got outplayed on all sides of the ball, everywhere. So I'm not really liking the way Jared Goff's playing. This offensive line is not doing well, and I think the Broncos come back and have a decent game. Let Russ cook. Going the Broncos plus the five. Brandon, all of a sudden, Denver is in the playoff picture here. Do they keep it going? It's unreal when you think about the fact that the Denver Broncos gave up 70 points in a game this year. And they turned it around, and that defense went to L.A. and dominated the Chargers last week. I agree with Clay. There's something – the pressure for the Lions is building. And you can feel it. 
and you can sense it. They're not playing with that same freedom. They're trying to clinch the division. They're limping to the finish line. Their defense can't get stops. They're not getting pressure on the quarterback. Everything they did well early in the season, they're not doing well now. Denver's hot. Take Denver, get more than a field goal. This goes right down to the wire. I think the Lions do pull it out, but I like what I'm seeing from Denver right now. I really am. Yeah, and don't sleep on the Vikings, even though it's Nick Mullins at quarterback. They're still kind of there in the division, so we shall see. Hey, the All Bears right, aren't out of it yet either, Cam. Don't don't well, discount my Chicago Bears. They're I mean, mathematically, comeback. no. Mathematically, yeah. no. Stranger <laughs> things have happened. All right, Texans and Titans. This one could get gross, guys. The Titans are laying two and a half in this one, Clay, mostly because of pending injuries with C.J. Stroud, who's in concussion protocol. We've got Dalton Schultz, Nico Collins all banged up. So is it just like blindly bet the Titans here? This is a tough one because obviously, like you said, there's a lot of injuries going out on the Texans sideline. You don't know how Davis Mills is going to do when it comes out. I mean, we're probably looking at Davis Mills versus Will Levis. I mean, this is a tough one. So for me, I'm going to I'm going to take the points here just because I think it's going to be a close game. One or two points, either direction. I'm going to take the Titans minus the two and a half here. All right, Brandon, Titans on that one. Can you trust Davis Mills? Let's. Let's ask Clay an honest question. Last week, the Jets were at home and the Texans were a three and a half point road favorite over the Jets. Who would you have picked in that game? Honestly. Be honest. Three and a half point road favorite. I mean, obviously, I know how that turned out. I might have went Texans. Yeah, because you hate the Jets. You think the Jets suck, right? I'm like, you're just not a fan of the Jets. You've made that very apparent on the show. I like the Jets' defense. I know Zach Wilson came out and played well, but how many times you got to see Zach Wilson throw picks and have an anemic offense before you say, hey, this guy can't do it. Obviously, I mean, if you have a crystal ball, yeah, I could say, hey, Zach Wilson's going to come out and have a, a game like he's back at BYU. Gotcha. So I came on the show last week, and not only said the Jets were going to cover, but I said the Jets were going to win the game outright. And I said it because Zach Wilson beat the Bills. Zach Wilson beat the Eagles. Zach Wilson had the Chiefs beat. And he's coming off the bench playing a Texans team that doesn't warrant being a three and a half point road favorite against a really good pass defense. And it fell exactly. I wish they were all that easy. And so you take a look at this now, the quarterback situation, it's simple. If Stroud plays, you take the Texans. If Mills plays, you take the Titans. It's that simple. I trust Stroud. I don't trust Mills. Simple as that. The, the Texans are back in their familiar role as an underdog. And yes, that's they, 100%. 100%. I agree with Brandon. If Stroud plays, yep. you take the Texans, and you got to see, though, do you, the, yeah. the line it's probably – It's going to shift. Will yeah. shift if yep. that news comes out. Yeah, But I trust Stroud against the Titans, and I trust the Texans. I mean, it's not going to move much. It might go down to yeah. pick them. But yeah. you're getting you, – you know, you, the Titans aren't as good – as the Dolphins made them look. You have to blitz a rookie quarterback and make him make throws under pressure all game long. He's going to make mistakes. Fangio just thought, hey, we'll just do this, and he got bit in the ass for it. And simple as that. Classic recency bias, too. I bet the public is all over Tennessee this week with a yep. short line coming off the win against Miami. All right, guys, this used to be Sunday night football, game of the week. You can't miss it. Appointment TV, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. No, it's going to be Bailey Zappi and the Patriots. The Patriots, Clay, catching nine and a half. 
at home. The Chiefs, Brandon, I can't wait for you to just sound off on them. They lost to the Bills. It was a flag with the offsides. You got to call it. And so, you know, they are into this fraudulent category, it seems, talking about Kansas City. Can you lay nine and a half with Patrick Mahomes on the road? It's been tough. Brandon, go ahead. I'm going to tell you something. We were all on a text last Thursday mm-hmm. talking about who we would go with with New England-Pittsburgh. And Clay's like, I don't know, tough game. I'm like, Clay, gun to your head. He's like, I don't know. I'm like, Clay, step up, make a pick here. Clay goes, Patriots. <laughs> I go, good, because I'm on the Patriots. And then our boy says, Cam says, Clay says, I'm on the Patriots. Great call there. You guys know I've been on this show all year long, professing all year long consistently that the Chiefs are done. Clay's argued with me about it, and he's fought me about it, but I said they're done. Took Green Bay against them. They're done, period. They're not the same team. And you trust them going on the road against this Patriot defense, playing at home to cover a nine number? Have you lost your mind? It would not surprise me (laughs) if the Patriots won this game outright. As Mm. crazy as that sounds, you're giving me the better defense Getting nine with Belichick at home. This number is crazy. The Chiefs are not the same team. Accept it. It's hard to pull them off that pedestal. Pull them off. They're done. You gave your quarterback $500 million. You ain't got no money left to sign people. Nice job, KC. Nice job. Plus the nine and a half for Brandon. Clay, what are you doing here? As much as I hate it, I think I got to agree with would be playing right there. Home dog. The Patriots plus the nine and a half. You know, we all see the Chiefs, and because they do look similar, they have a similar DNA, but they're not the same person, right? Yeah. Similar DNA, not the same person. And we think of this team as a team that has won NFL championships, that has won all these close games. They're just not the same. Guys have gotten older. They've lost guys. It is just whatever happened you got to go by what you see this year. Trust me, I've been on teams that lose one or two guys in the next season. You go from being up here to all the way down there, and this team has changed. You have to look at them for what they are right now this year, and this is an average team. Patriots look like they got it together a little bit. I think think the Chiefs win by a touchdown, but plus 9.5 at home, I'm taking Belichick. The Patriots are going to make this ugly, Brandon. I just want to say, in all his greatness, all his greatness, the greatest thing Tom Brady did was every single year, if they asked him to renegotiate his contract so they could sign people, he did. Brady could have raised his hand and said, after three Super Bowl wins, I want $500 million. He never did. And that's how you sustain a dynasty, is you keep players intact. Patrick Mahomes says, Pay me now. Make me the highest paid player. Wham, 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 wham. And did we see the true colors of Patrick Mahomes after the game? Wham, wham, wham. For the first time in his NFL career, you little punk, go on the road and show us you can win a playoff game. Every year, home field advantage. Here we go. Now go on the road and show us you can do something. Wah, wah, wah. Hey, tell us how you really feel, Brandon. Okay. Brandon's on one today. On He's one on today, fire. Man. I don't know what happened with Brandon today. He's the greatest quarterback in the history of mankind. He's never had to go on the road in the playoffs. Let me see it. We will. We certainly will hear this playoffs. All right. 
Let's talk about the Cowboys and the Bills. By the way, we are in agreement on everything so far, so we love that. But this that one could be a differentiator. <laughs> so, Wait, are the uh, Bills favored here? Yeah, the Bills are laying two and a half, Clay. And Dallas is coming off that win over the Eagles. Could it be a letdown spot for Dallas? No, I don't think so. I mean, obviously, the Bills are a good team. They're coming off of a big win against, we just said, an average Chiefs team. But this Dallas team, I've watched every snap. I've watched every snap for the last few weeks. This Dallas team's legit. After the 49ers, I think Dallas is the best team in football. Dak Prescott is playing at an MVP caliber level. Brock Purdy's his only competition for that MVP award right now. CeeDee Lamb is almost uncoverable. They got Jake Ferguson, this tight end. I don't know where he came from. I don't even know if you guys know who he is, but he's going to be one of the best tight ends in the NFL. This guy can run routes. He's a mismatch problem. He can block. He can do everything. And I'm not even talking about Micah Parsons coming off the edge. The solid defense, Stephen Gilmore, kind of giving it to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith a little bit. Deron Bland, six interceptions for a touchdown. This Cowboy team, trust me, I was drafted by the Eagles, played with the Eagles for four years. I hate to say it, but they're for real. And they're underdogs? Yep. Give me the Cowboys. Plus two and a half with the Cowboys for Clay. Brandon, what do we think? I agree. Completely wow. agree. It's a matchup. And the matchup of what the Cowboys do best goes right into the weakness of what Buffalo doesn't have. The banged up injuries in the secondary and Dallas's weapons and how Dallas's defense matches up with what Buffalo does. It's a bad matchup for Buffalo. Yes, Buffalo's playing for their seats. They have to win this game. Any hope. But Dallas is just at a different place right now since the Niners lost. Yet, listen, they gave up 35 to Seattle on Thanksgiving and not Thanksgiving, but Thursday night game. And their defense didn't show short week. But then in the fourth quarter, their defense had to make two big stops. And they did. Last week, we saw the real Dallas Cowboys. I would rather lose with Dak Prescott than try to win with Josh Allen in this game. Give me Dallas. All right, Ron Dallas in that one. Just a few minutes left here, guys. So quickly on these answers. Ravens, Jaguars, Sunday night football, Clay. The Jags are catching three and a hook at home, plus three and a half. Baltimore, you know, as a Ravens fan, Clay, I feel like a loss is coming. Could it happen this week? No, and I'm going to this game. I'm going to be on the field with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Don't tell the fans I said this. I hope they're not watching this, but after Christian Kirk went out, he's done for the year. Uh, Trevor Lawrence just doesn't look the same. Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, his replacements haven't been able to help Trevor Lawrence out at all and catch the football. Love Evan Ingram, Travis Etienne. They're having a lot of struggles in the offensive line. They had a, a left guard playing right tackle last week. Okay, it's a tough time for the Jaguars. I don't see him staying within a touchdown of the, of the Ravens. So give me the Ravens plus the three and a half. All right, Brandon, you're going to lay the three and a half with Baltimore on the road? They got exposed by the Cincinnati Bengals. They got exposed by Jake Browning. They got embarrassed by a backup quarterback who threw for over 300 yards and was 28 to 32 or something absolutely insane. They got embarrassed. Yeah. Then last week they went up and got embarrassed again. Now they're back home against the Ravens team. I agree with Clay. I'm not a big road shot guy, but I'll never trust the Jacksonville Jaguars again. Never in the history of mankind. I'll, I'll buy the half point, lay three with the Ravens. We are on the Ravens, and we are all in agreement right here on Believe Me on Stadium TV for Brandon Lang of BrandonLang.com and Clay Harbor, the former NFL tight end. Best of luck to your bets this weekend. I am Cam Rogers. We will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.